What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs. Giving this another shot. Tried to do this a couple minutes ago, and Wi-Fi was just not working with me. Wanted to be extremely laggy. Hopefully, it is better now. But got a great show planned for everybody. It's game day. Yes, it's a preseason game, but we still get to see the Titans play today get to see guys still fighting for roster spots, see guy, see position battles. You know, big questions being how many quarterbacks are the Titans going to keep? Is it going to be two or three? What What's going to happen? So, you know, we definitely uh, we got to see about that. But before we get into the show, i got to tell you how you can support the show. If you're in the chat right now I, on YouTube, I need you to back out that subscribe button. If it's red, Click it, turn it gray, go ahead and hit that bell notification so you never miss when I upload a new video, when I go live, when I have technical difficulties like I did a little bit earlier, uh, you know, just all that fun stuff. And go ahead and leave a like on the video. Let's get these likes up. I'm wanting to hit 10 likes on this stream before it's all said and done. And also, share this video out. Let's get more titans fans in here i want to get more people's opinions on all of this audio version will be up a little bit after we get done with the live stream here on youtube make sure to go check it out on stitcher spotify apple podcast follow the podcast on there leave a five-star rating leave comments questions also social media go follow me on twitter at titans underscore time instagram titans time podcast facebook titans time and on TikTok as well, at Titans Time. And got to get into all the comments here because y'all guys are blowing up the chat. Y'all helped me earlier and let me know that, hey, dude, your audio is screwed up right now. You are lagging like crazy and repeating yourself. So I appreciate that. And that's why I love having the chat here. Y'all just help out so much. Got Sin City Titans saying, tighten up. Bill Kerr saying, let's do it again. Yes, hopefully everything's worked out now. Uh, my wife saying, "Tighten up! I'm here for the Willis. I'm here for Willis. Bye bye, Woodside." Saying that audio and everything's much better. Pelican Three saying that it's a lot better. Sin City saying the volume is good. Der- Derek R. Tighten up! Longtime podcast podcaster, first time too. Derek, welcome to the U- to the YouTube. Like I said, make sure to go hit, go hit that that subscribe. And I appreciate all all the support the podcast and for the show. Hope you're, hope you're having a day. My my wife saying saying so ready stadium again. Let's go. Let's go. Bill Kerr said worst side side should be badly. Since in roster is probably already decided. Already decided and not much left at this point. And there, be, uh, but I will give give a little argument kind of both ways on ways on that here in just a little bit. Bit and tighten up that like button. Button we got. Rossi saying, saying, let's go. Can't wait to go to the game. Go to the game with me. It's going to be fun and will be fun. Um, and looks and looks like the audio is acting up again. Again, give me just, just one minute. Let me uh, try, try unplugging it back in. Can see if that will help. help.
All right. Are we back to good now? Y'all, y'all let me know. Uh, and my wife's saying that we just need to go live at the stadium. And hey, unfortunately, the service at the stadium, at least for my phone, isn't really <laughs> that much better. So it would probably be doing the same thing there. We got Bitson Worldwide saying uh, good afternoon to everyone. And looks like I'm saying that she thinks the audience, the audio is better. So hopefully uh, we can uh, get through all this. But now, first thing I want to do, I want to jump back, jump back to the preseason game against the Buccaneers. And I get to talking about Malik Willis, Lois, Logan Willis. We have to have to address this. Kyle Phillips is just just so good as a punt return as a slot receiver the dude is just so quick so all right i see all right, i see where it's acting in um um i don't know what's going on with on with it i'm gonna try moving some in some wires here Let's see. All right, if my uh, if my mic starts acting up again, y'all let me know. Hopefully, it's fixed now. If if it's not, I'll just go with the uh, computer audio. Unfortunately, so you know, audio will suffer a little bit, but you know, gotta gotta do what you gotta do. And that's one thing I saw Rossi mentioned here. Might have to uh, go with the uh, come computer mic and could be a bad cable and that's what i'm wondering i got a couple other cables just have to dig them out and see um and looks like y'all are saying for right now it everything sounds back to normal so hopefully it'll stay that way and we can make it through this show this may be the most technical di difficulties that i've had uh in a while and sin city i like your comment saying come on wi-fi i need my titans fix and that's right we all need it but going back to talking about kyle phillips being in the stadium watching this past weekend against the buccaneers and seeing him get some chances to return punts and rossi can attest to this as well the dude is just so quick with his decision making and he's so his feet are so quick he was making people miss left and right the first punt that was kicked to him I was like, he, he caught it back in the end zone. He lost where he was at, caught it back in the end zone. I was, think, was thinking, man, this is going to be bad. But no, he somehow finds a way to bring it pat, back past like the 30-yard line. And I'm like, okay. And they keep punting to him, and he keeps getting more and more explosive returns. His last return, I think he took it back for like 35 yards. And I'm just here to say, 
I don't know 100% sure if he has the breakaway speed on a punt return to really get away from people because he did get kind of chased down from behind. But I would not be surprised if he has a couple of punt return touchdowns this year. The dude is just that good at at punt return. His vision is that good. His footwork is that good. Like, I haven't been this excited for a punt returner or a returner in general for the Titans in I don't know how long. Now, I do want to go ahead because not going to be on here just real, real long this morning. You know, got to gotta keep the energy up for the game tonight and, you know, be ready to go and also spend some time with the family and the baby girl before heading to the game. But Malik Willis in the first preseason game, he was, fo- he was getting out of the pocket more. He was really relying on getting out of the pocket escaping pressure and making plays with his legs. And it got him pulled from the first preseason game in the second half. And because Vrabel told him, I want to see you stand back there and let it rip, let it fly. Well, going into this game, we were going to see, okay, did he listen to Vrabel? Did he listen to the coaches? Has he been working on that? And he has. You can tell even after the game when they were talking to him, he was upset with himself that he still had to, that he left the pocket as much as he did. But his legs and his ability to escape pressure are just next level because this Titans offensive line that has been playing mainly their backups and then their third string. They're just not cutting it. They're not giving Willis enough time. They're not giving Logan Woodside enough time, which hopefully that doesn't help Logan Woodside's case. But they're not giving them enough time. And Willis is having to escape the pocket and make plays with his legs. But when he's had, he was more decisive when when he was going to do it. It wasn't just, okay, my first uh, read is not open. I need to take off running. No, he actually tried when he had time to stand back in the pocket and work through his reads. He had his first completion of the game was on a timing route, and Vrabel liked what he saw there. Willis was able to hit NWI in stride, so good to go. His best play of the game, though, was the touchdown to Chig Okonkwo, where he stood back in the pocket, Chig wasn't his first read. Chig was his third read. He stood back in the pocket, worked the pocket, went through his first read. Nope, not there. Second read. Nope, not there. Third read. Yep, it's there. And he let it rip. So he's improved in that aspect. He's getting better. He's been taking more reps with the second team at Titans practices. So that's what you like to see if you're ready to see Woodside out the door is, yes, let's get Malik in here more with the second team. But in talking about his legs, there were several plays where it looked like Malik Willis was going to be down for a sack. And the guy just kept fighting through and somehow escaped the pressure, was able to get out of the pocket. I told this to uh, a couple other people, and I don't want it to be taken very far 
out of context because I said it was very McNair-esque. Not comparing him to McNair. He still he still has a ways to go to get to that point. But McNair was always so hard to bring down. Teams couldn't get him down. He was able to escape and extend plays, make plays. And that's some of the things that I'm seeing from Malik Willis right now. Several times he should have been wrapped up for a sack in the backfield. And he just found a way to roll out of the pressure, break tackles, and extend the play and try and drive the ball down the field. Now, I do want to jump over and talk about Logan Woodside. Er, because one knock that people were doing on Willis, that I saw people were saying about Willis compared to Woodside, is the fact of Woodside was getting the ball out quicker. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Woodside may be getting it out quicker. Yes, Willis did miss a couple reads. He has had Burks wide open a time or two. He had, uh, I believe, Austin Hooper open a time or two underneath. And he did miss that. But my argument back to the people saying that, talking about Woodside getting the ball out so much quicker and being more decisive, that's good and all as long as you're not turning the ball over. But when he's just trying to get the ball out quicker and he's under-throwing deep routes or making, still missing open receivers, I mean, Woodside's been in this system for how long? And he was still missing open guys. It, it does the Titans no good if he's getting it out quicker, but he's turning it over. Like that just, that automatically start stop for the offense. So I, I don't want to hear anything about that argument. And y'all are blowing this chat up right now. So I, I'm going to have to get to some more of y'all's comments here. Uh, going back to Phillips, Bill Kerr says Phillips' footwork is superior. Sin City says that um, he likes Phillips' mental toughness too. Seems like his own worst critic and takes little things seriously, and he does. And I guarantee you because during the middle of this week, one of the practices, he dropped several uh, punts that were kicked to him. He, he muffed them, fumbles, and I guarantee you after that, he was – harder on himself than anyone else. Rossi says, I love Phillips. I also think this is a massive game for Mason Kinsey. He had a great week in camp against the Cardinals. He needs to have a good game today. And I agree. And we'll get into talking about him as well. And Bill Kerr says, at least Willis isn't throwing picks. Um, My wife says, yeah, it was kind of annoying. He freaked and ran so much, but at least he's moving in the pocket. Um, Dadson said Logan hadn't, hasn't been sacked, but once officially, um, ripped off and a half quarters. He's ripped off 21 of 35. Malik has them blocking, blocking four seconds on average. When you watch, it's longer than you can. And I will say, I will say all the graph talking about how, how long quarterbacks are having back in the pocket in the pricket in the precinct know that uh, Logan Woodside, he's got about, got about like seconds back there. Malik had about four. But where, where Malik had four 
seconds back, back there. There, it's all his. His numbers are his numbers are kind of skewed a little bit because he's moving around and running around around like crazy. So, you know, he's finding way finding ways to help out there. Uh, Derek says Willis Willis is our back opinion, but he still needs a lot of still needs a lot of work. He needs to learn not throw a fastball every time time. Yes, that is as a major thing is whenever whenever he throws it he's putting everything he has and he has into it if you're five yards in front of front of him or 50 yards downfield he he he's putting a lot of it, so he's got to learn a little bit more of that touch ba says he's built similar similar to mcnair but more explosive with his leg with his leg just has to get the accuracy fixed a bit and that is a good good point because he is built sim similar like you said he's he's a he's a locker and more explosive when he does he does take off McNair just had that toughness, and you're not gonna get me down. Get me down. I, what you do? Um. And Dadson said, Dadson said he was at uh 19, 19 miles per hour, which isn't uh but four point six forty ish. Uh, trust that he can turn it up and get and get a better a better time. Uh, long speed is a quick first step. And TA said that, that that's a nice comment. Only thing is, we is we don't know his know his top. He hasn't broken away on a run yet, but he yet, but he can twenty. And uh, let, let's see, her comments just rolling in here. I love it. I love it. Y'all coming? Um, um, says that I hope we have coaching staff develop Malik as a passer. He's far behind NFL level level pass now. I just hope we can correct that. Um. And Sin City says that it's a uh, uh, again. If it keeps it up, uh, y'all just let me know. Um, Pelican Three said I would like to see see Malik just check downs. And yes, yes, that's the he needs to work on. He is is looking for his check downs, un downs because he did have guys eyes open. Maybe that it's repeating on me again. So, unfortunately, I think I just need a new cable for my mic. We'll go ahead and move this out of the way. Um, and we'll go with computer audio. Uh, so, hopefully, it's going to be a downgrade in the audio sound, but hopefully it still sounds okay. Y'all let me know in the chat. Uh, Sin City, the game tonight is at 6 p.m. Central Time, I believe. Um, now, I want to... Gear back towards talking about this past week with the joint practices. And I see that everyone's saying the audio is better. So good. I'll just, I'll find me a new cord and get the mic fixed. Um, in the first day of joint practice, seven on sevens, Malik Willis was coming out hot. Uh, I think Woodside struggled some, but the biggest news was the fact of, the last day of practice, Logan Woodside was back running with the twos more, and Willis was running with the threes. Now, I know some people had some concern over that. They're like, oh, you know, what's going on? Is Woodside, you know, is he taking back over? What? And I think all it is is the fact of the Titans want to give Woodside a chance. Maybe he starts this game tonight. 
maybe they want to see him with the better offensive line, better receivers, um, all that, and see if he's still having those same struggles. See if he's still turning the ball over, if his decision-making's not that good, before they decide, okay, we're we're done with him. He's cut. Now, I think some of my expectations for this game tonight, I think that Woodside is going to struggle again. I think he will turn the ball over again. And I think Malik is going to show more improvement. He's going to make plays. He's gotten better every preseason game so far. And I think he's going to continue that trend. And I think he is going to solidify himself as far as the quarterbacks the Titans actually have on the roster right now as the backup quarterback. I think he wins the job out. I'm ready to see Woodside gone. Um, I know the Titans have also worked out Kurt Binkert, I believe is how you say his last name. He was a quarterback for the uh, Packers, one of their backups. And I'm wondering if the reason they're doing that is because they are afraid someone may pick Willis up off of the off of waivers when they cut him and he won't make it to the practice squad or what. So I'm going to let y'all be getting y'all's thoughts out about that. And right quick, I'm going to tell everyone about Rainmakers football from DraftKings. Because football fans, you can join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers football, DraftKings' first ever NFT fantasy game. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player card in NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. Build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers football contests all season long to compete for millions in prizes. Now, it's it's really simple. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now. Sign up with promo code TPPN. Again, that's promo code TPPN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers football. That's promo code TPPN, build, play, win, only at DraftKings. Contest entries depending on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for more details on all of that. Now, got want to get to y'all's comments here. Um, Dadson said it will be interesting to see if Logan and Malik get equal time like a real competition tonight. So far, they are practicing separate plans. Uh, my wife says, I think Vrabel is really trying to push Malik to show up and show out. I think we all know Woodside is done, but I don't think they want Willis to know that for sure. Sin City said, what do I think about the O-line? Who starts week one? Uh, you think it's a complete dumpster fire? 
Um, the offensive line, they they need to step it up a little bit more. I'm not – yes, the starters need to step it up more. I'm not as concerned about them as I am the backups for if one of our starters get gets hurt. As for who I think starting, I think it's going to be um, – LeWan at the left tackle, left guard, Aaron Brewer, Ben Jones center, Nate Davis right guard, and I think the right tackle job is going to go to NPF. I think that he has shown enough that he has overtaken that spot. Um, I think they will use Raidens as kind of that swing tackle or even to fill in at a guard position in case someone gets hurt. I think he plays a little bit – he's been playing a little bit better um, at the guard spot. So, it'll be interesting. Uh, Dadson said, yes, because Logan's been uh, pretending it's pass every down, come from behind, while Malik works on learning to manage. And, you know, I'm here's the thing. Even with that mindset, going at it like that, where it's – pass every down to come from behind you still have to take care of the ball and i understand woodside's a backup he's not the guy competing for the starting position but when if a backup has to come in you want them to be able to execute the game plan and actually go through everything like the starter does so when it comes to those situations of you're down need a score you need to push the ball down the field. You actually have to be able to get the ball down the field. And I've saw over the last couple of weeks where Woodside trying to take a deeper shot just doesn't seem like he has the arm talent there to get the ball where it needs to be. Badly underthrown. He underthrew Burks this past week on a route where Burks had his guy beat. If he put it out in front of him, he's catching it, potentially breaking a tackle. I don't know for sure if he'd score, but no, he put it so far behind Burks that Burks was barely able to slow down to keep it from being picked off. So that's my only thing. Uh, Pelican 3 said they could cut Woodside and keep Stoney. Uh, Sin City, I think the O-line is going to potentially derail the season. I just need the O-line to improve from what they were last year. If they can do that, I'll be somewhat happier. But I'd like to see them be a lot better. Um, and Dadson said, uh, yes to my wife, but Malik still has to do better to really beat him out because he hasn't so far. I disagree. I think he has taken over that spot. I think there's so much more potential there that the Titans would rather throw all their chips in on Willis versus Woodside because they know what they have in Woodside. Bill Kerr says, I want to see them keep Stonehouse. I think if they do keep Stonehouse, that means Kern's gone, but we'll see. Um, Bill Kerr says, I hope Brewer and MPF are good enough for our offensive line. And still, y'all are just coming in with the comments. Loving this right now. Everyone, make sure if you hadn't already, back out of the live chat and hit that like button and share this video out. 
Uh, Bill Kerr says that he wants to see Tannehill two series tonight. Personally, I would like to see some more of the starters tonight for at least a drive. I just want them to get in there in an actual game situation against another team and knock some of that rust off. Don't know that it will happen, especially since it's the last preseason game, but we'll see. Um, Titan Fox says, since City's right, there's a good possibility the O-line may derail the whole season. We need to use the same methods we did with our running backs when Henry went down, find and feel. Um, and Dadson, so what I'm thinking is, so y'all hold me to it, but I don't think Malik and Logan competes till next year preseason. They may do it tonight. So are you thinking that the Titans will end up keeping three quarterbacks, Dadson? Uh, I guess that'll be my question to you because I just think there's other positions where that they need to keep more of besides quarterback. And when it comes to the 53, I would rather take my chances of cutting Logan Woodside and if they truly want him to stick around, see if he makes it through waivers and add him back to the practice squad versus cutting Willis and trying to get him back on practice squad. That's just my thoughts. I think either way, you you only take, keep two quarterbacks on the 53. Um, and... Dadson said they are keeping Malik and Logan. We will learn tonight if they repeat what they've done, then Logan is still two. If they go head-to-head, we will find out. And Dadson saying, yes, they will keep three, but only dress two. Um, Sin City says, give Malik all the snaps. He'll get the most benefit uh, out of it. So, And we'll definitely uh, see. And Sin City says he feels like the O-line has regressed. Um so yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's it's tough with the O line because, like I said, I want them to be better than last year because I really don't know if I can go handle them being as bad as they were last year. So, and I know Titan Fox says uh, Tanny is tough as nails. His whole team was dropping like flies, and he started every game. Even if you keep just two quarterbacks, Malik will probably never see the field. And Titan Fox, that could be a good point, except for what Sin City's ta- Sin City Titans talking about with the O line. If they're not uh, protecting Tannehill, then and he has to take a beating again this year, like he did last year, that durability may not hold up as well. So. Now, from everyone in the chat, I know Dadson's opinion on this, and I've saw some of the others saying that Woodside needs to be cut. So what would, in y'all's opinion, be the thing for the Titans tonight? What would they have to see that would actually make them pull the trigger on cutting Woodside and just keeping Malik? And I know Rossi says they brought in a new quarterback to look at, apparently. Did y'all see that? Yes. they. I think his name is Kurt Benkert. He was with the Packers as like their third-string uh, quarterback for a couple of years. Um, so it that's another thing to think about. 
if they're working him, I feel like if they're working another quarterback out, then they know that they are probably only keeping two quarterbacks and they're questioning if the quarterback they cut is actually going to make it to where they can put them on the practice squad. And I still feel like the one that they're looking at cutting is Woodside because they know that he would be the most likely to not get picked up off of waivers. So, and I know Sin City says strange time to bring in a QB. And again, that that's the only thought process that I can have on this as to why they would do that is the fact of they're planning on cutting Woodside. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong on this, but that's my thoughts. So what is, I know Sin City saying that Logan is out of the 53. He'll be on the practice squad. And if we do only keep two quarterbacks, what other position do y'all think we're going to keep an extra one of? Do you think we keep more alignment? Do you think we keep seven receivers? Do we keep more defensive backs? Titans have been bringing in uh, safeties like crazy. So, Dadson says Malik needs a 60% completion percentage tonight, 15 to 25. Uh, INT inside the 30 yards on their side of the field, so don't hurt him or Logan. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say some predictions for tonight. I kind of hit on this earlier. I think Malik shows improvement. I also think he will throw an interception tonight. But I also think he's going to have two touchdowns. I think he's going to have a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. I think Woodside will... And this is tough to say. I think Woodside will end up with a touchdown. And the reason it's tough for me to say is because I do want to see him out the door. But I think he also throws two picks. I expect Caleb Farley, if he plays tonight, because I, I think he needs to, he needs to get more reps in. I think he's going to have another really good game. I think he's going to be physical again. He's going to be all over these receivers. And I think he's going to make an impact. Um, Phillips, if he gets more return work this, this game, I, I think he's going to just continue where he left off in the Buccaneers game and be putting people on skates. Uh, and... Dadson says Malik will not be in waivers or taken no matter what. He's, uh, I think he, you're saying that he's protected so teams won't touch him. But see, that's the thing is when you're making these cuts for the 53, before you can protect them on your practice squad, they have to make it to your practice squad. So if they cut him and a team decides that they want him on waivers, or that they want to grab him off waivers, they can, and the Titans can't do anything about that. He go like they have to make it through waivers to get to the practice squad so that 
they can protect him, or unless you're saying that he's Tennessee's project and teams won't touch him. And I don't know. There was a lot. I know he fell to the third round, but there was a lot of hype around Willis coming out. And I think teams could potentially want to take a chance on that. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it all shakes out. I don't know if – I'm interested to see if Burks plays tonight. I know he wasn't out at practice on Thursday, I believe it was. Um, so I'm interested to see if he if he plays tonight or not. Um Big Titan TV says, tighten up. Willis is our Pat Mahomes. And hopefully he can turn into that. He definitely still has to develop more. And I've said this before whenever going into training camp, and I'm going to repeat it now. I do not think that Malik Willis needs to start any games this year. I think... You know, if you want to have just a couple packages where he maybe touches the ball less than three times in a game, I'm fine with that. But let him set this year and learn. If he's the if he went if he has the backup job and something happens to Tannehill and he has to go in, okay, that's a different story. But if Tannehill's playing bad this year or anything like that, don't put Malik in there. I, I still stand by saying that just because I think you need to let him sit, learn more, and build more confidence. Rossi says, tonight is the night we see which bubble receivers will make the team, I think. And I think so, too. I'm hoping to see a big game from Mason Kenzie as well. Um and we'll definitely be talking about this more uh, later today, Rossi, because I was curious as to why he didn't get that much time or that many snaps against the Buccaneers. So going to be interesting to see. Uh, Titans Fox says Rossi has his fingers crossed for Kenzie. I'd love to see him go off tonight in the second half. And the Pelican 3 says I'd like to see Malik get more reps in the pocket. And I think he's working towards that. Again, he was he was upset with himself that he escaped that he ran out of the pocket as much as he did against the Buccaneers. He was trying to hang in there more. It's just against the Buccaneers, he didn't he didn't have much time to do that. There were several times where player where defensive ends and defensive linemen were already in the backfield and he just had to take off. He didn't have time for his receivers to get open. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. And that was pretty much everything that I wanted to hit on with y'all this morning. Just put my thoughts out there. Again, everyone appreciate y'all being in the live chat. If you hadn't already go out of the live chat, if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button on the post notifications, like the video, share the video out. I'll be working on getting the audio version of this podcast up here soon. Y'all go check it out on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Just type in Titans Time Podcast. Follow the podcast on there. Leave a five-star rating and comments and questions. Also, social media. 
Go follow me on Twitter at Titans underscore time, Instagram Titans time podcast, Facebook Titans time, and on TikTok at Titans time. Uh, see a lot of y'all talking about Mason Kinsey right now. He's a, how he's a nice guy. Derek saying that he's the truth. Uh, Derek says fantastic show. I always like listening to him. I really appreciate all the support, Derek, and I appreciate all the support from everyone else. Sin City brought up another good point that he's betting on seven receivers due to James' prediction. I've talked to James before. Um, I think he's got a he's got sources there in the building. So if they're telling him seven receivers, I'm kind of feeling like seven receivers is going to happen. And I'm on the train with Rossi and upload. I think that Mason Kinsey can be one of those seven. And Sin City says, later, Tyler, thanks for working through the audio issues. And, of course, man, got to do what you got to do. You got to keep the show rolling, roll with the punches. Sin City, hope you have a good rest of the day. Hope all of y'all have a good rest of the day. Titans football tonight. Let's go. Yes, it's preseason, but let's get hype. And, again, that's all I got for y'all. This has been Titans time. And, as always, tighten up. My brow Boys ain't made For backing down